Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, babies in their diapers, welcome to the Tiberia Show with your host, Tiberius Boy! That's me, Tiberius! Welcome to the Tiberius Show, and I'm your host, Tiberius Boy! As always, we're looking at various jobs and how they affect the world around us. Today's is going to be very interesting. We're going to talk to a school psychologist and a clairvoyant. Do you have any idea what a clairvoyant does? Well, neither do I. Let's find out. Let me introduce our next guest, the one, the only, the amazing Dr. Zoha Fazel. Hi. How are you, my friend? Good, and thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. No problem. Okay, so you were as a school psychologist and a clairvoyant. We talked to a cl- psychologist a few months ago, but from listeners that have no idea what a clairvoyant is, like me, can you explain it? Sure, a clairvoyant is someone, I'll explain it in kid terms because it might be easier. It's someone who uses the source or the force to see, to hear, to sense things, and then use it to help people. Okay. So, is it so it's not like a psychic that can see the future, right? Sometimes you can't see the future. It really depends on what the force wants you to see. If it's something that's important for you to see in the future, and it's usually if it's something that's pertained to you or your family, then you may see it. You may see it in the form of a dream, or you may see it in like as if a mind picture. So okay. in that way, sometimes you do see the future, but it isn't something that we use on a regular basis or comes to me every day where I would know what's going to happen to you tomorrow. Okay. So what's the difference? The difference between what? A psychic and a yeah. clairvoyant? Okay. So a psychic usually taps into other people's energy and um, sees the past, might see the future. Um, for a clairvoyant, we're focused more on the present. So I might see your past or the future, but really I'm focused more on the today and how I can help you right now. Okay. So is being a clairvoyant something you're born with? Well, honestly, to be honest with you, everybody has clairvoyance. It's just that they may not know or they haven't tapped into it. So yes, it is something that you're born with. But if you focus on it, and if you uh, practice, then you could just get better at it. Okay, so what made you want to become a clairvoyant, and how'd you get started? It wasn't something that I chose. (laughs) It's just something that was with me that happened. So when I was a kid, I'll tell you a story. When I was a kid, I used to get visits from what you would call the other side, and it would scare me. I didn't know what it was until I started working with a master. And so a master is someone who's like a teacher, kind of like Master Yoda, who has already um, figured out and knows how to use the force. And so he taught me what to do so I wouldn't get scared and I would know what to do. So then I wouldn't get visits from the other side anymore. And when I say the other side, I mean like things like dead people or ghosts or whatever. Now when they come to me, and sometimes they do to come get help because I'm the only one that can hear or see or sense them. I just send them back to the fourth, send them to the light so they can go home. 
Okay. So does that mean you already know the next question I'm gonna ask you? Um, maybe. <laughs> Not really. Okay. So did you study to become a psychologist because you were clairvoyant or the other way around? Yes, actually, I became a psychologist because I wanted to know how the brain worked. Is this more of a brain-mind issue, or is it more of a spirit-heart thing? And as I got better as a psychologist, now I use it to help my clients and my students. Okay. So when did you know that this was the job for you? Like I said, clairvoyant wasn't something that I went and picked out and said, I'm going to be a clairvoyant, so it's not really a job. I use that skill or that gift that I have from the force to help people as a psychologist. Okay. Now, I want to get this clear. You don't talk to spirits or dead people, but instead you're able to use energy to heal people and solve problems? Absolutely. Like I said, when I was younger, they would have come and visited. I didn't know what to do, so then I would get scared. Now, I don't, now they don't come because I, can, I now know how to shut them down and send them to the light. Okay. So this is like the Force in Star Wars. I really like Star Wars, right? Absolutely. You see, we have the Force or the Source, or some people call it God, surrounding us and within us. So when you connect to it, then you can see, sense, or hear what the source or the force or God is trying to tell you in order to help you with your life and to help other people. So can this force be used for good and bad? Like, how do you know? Well, as a sort of, if I can call myself a Jedi, then that's, I'd li I like the name Jedi better than clairvoyant because people tend to think of clairvoyant as like a psychic or a medium, right? But think of it as a Jedi, right? As a Jedi, we tend to use the light. Yes, you can use it for evil. And every time you might think of something or someone that you don't like, or you send them bad energy, like, you know what, I hope you, and it's in a negative way, that's using the force in the, the dark way. way. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now here seems like a good time to take a quick commercial break. Let's hear a word from our sponsors. The Tribeo Show would like to thank Boggy Creek Airboat Adventures for being one of our sponsors. I got to go on an airboat and saw a real gator. I even got to go to the gem mine and mine for some gems. We ate a steak dinner at the restaurant and even got some gator rights. Have a blast with the entire family. I suggest you go to www.bcairboats.com right now. Get your tickets today. The website again, bcairboats.com. And we are back talking with Dr. Zoha Vizel. Zoha is a clairvoyant that's also a school psychologist. Yes, I work with children a lot. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Zoha, we were talking about abilities. Did the school treat you differently when they found out that you had powers? Do you want to know the truth? Yes. Because this is something that is special to me, and because I worked with a master at a young age, and he told me never to say anything to anyone, no one really knew that I had abilities. So even if I saw something or sensed something or heard something, I never said anything. Because remember, this is a relationship with the Force. You're not supposed to advertise it. Okay, well, can you connect to someone else's force? If they give me permission. 
So if they gave me permission and I was allowed to step into their space, then yes. Okay. So what's the best part about being a clairvoyant? The best part is, is sometimes people are stuck. Sometimes people need help. And so being able to do this, they sometimes consciously don't know where the issue is. Sometimes it's in their subconscious. So being able to see and be able to hear, because sometimes the energy is downloaded, the force talks to us, okay? And then I know where the problem is so I can guide them to be able to better heal them and help them. Mm -hmm. Well, can it be scary when you connect to a force? It used to be, but it isn't anymore because now I know what the force is. What the force is, is basically my inner, you know, think of, think of when you close your eyes and think of God. And if God were to put his hand on your heart, how you would feel if you were to see God, it's beautiful. It's energizing. It, it makes you feel big. So now it doesn't scare me anymore. Before when I didn't know what I was doing, it could get scary. And that's the reason why a master is important. Mm -hmm. So does it take a lot of training to be able to connect to the force? No, I can even show you how to do it right now. Would you like to try? Sure. All right. So maybe your listeners can even follow along with us and they can learn how to do it. So all you do is you close your eyes. Because it's easier to do it when your eyes are closed. You can do it with your eyes open too. But when you close your eyes, you can see things in your imagination a lot better. Got it. So Got what it. you what you do is you try to visualize the light or the force or the source around you. If, it, if that's hard, visualize like God, however you would see him. Or someone that you really, really love. Let's say your mom or dad. And visualize them, the light or God or your parents walking up to you and putting their hand on your heart. And then when they put their hand on your heart, they may ask you, I, they may say, I love you. Do you love me? And your answer would be what? Yes. Okay. And how much do you love me? A lot. And connect to that feeling, connect to the love that you have. And sometimes when you do that, you might feel tingles around your skin, or you might feel grateful, or you might feel expansive, like big. And right there in that moment, in that feeling, you've connected to the source. You can open up your eyes. You okay. know, when you're feeling joyful, or when you're feeling grateful, or when you're feeling super excited, you're naturally connected to the force at that moment. Okay. Nice. So it says in your bio that you help people get in contact with their own force to be the best they can be. How does that work? We just did it together. So imagine if you had a problem and you didn't know how to solve the problem. And if you connect to your source, you see sometimes just getting quiet with yourself and connecting with your source, you get the answers. The answers will just show up. The problem is most people are too busy running around on their phones, on the computer, with other people, and they're never quiet enough. You know, it says, be still and know that I'm God. So that is how you connect to the source. And when you connect to the source, any question that you ask, the source or the force or God will tell you. 
Okay. Well, is there an age limit on when you can connect to the Force? Absolutely not. As a matter of fact, children connect to the Source much easier. And that's because you guys are in this thing called Theta Brainwaves. I know, technical talk, right? But Theta Brainwaves is the closest thing to your subconscious mind where the Force really is active and connected. So you guys are actually having an easier time if you really wanted to connect to the Force. Okay. So can this be used to help me be more focused before a test or help me do my homework on time? Absolutely. All you got to do is like I, what you just did with me where you connected to the force and then put it out there. And sometimes we do it, I know you've done this before, as uh, the ball of light. You can put those things in there and focus your mind into it. Then the day will bring the force will make sure that that comes into your day for you. Okay. So, are there people that don't have a force, or is there no way to connect to it? Are there other people that don't have the force? Everyone has the force. The choice is whether you want to connect or not. And, you know, if you don't connect, after a while, you probably will be dead. Because, listen, the force runs through your body. This is how you talk. This is how you speak. This is how you hear and see. So, the force is in you. But the difference is when someone is connected to the force, they feel big. They feel expansive. Kind of like when you do something amazing, how do you feel? You feel big. But then on those moments when you're feeling lonely or you feel sad or you feel um, low energetically, you feel small. That's the difference between connecting with the force or not connecting with the force. Okay. You get help or you got to do it by yourself. Okay, so how long does it take to learn to be a clairvoyant? To be a clairvoyant, I would think that it probably would take a little while. You would have to practice. But remember how we connected and I taught you how to do that? If you were to do it regularly, that would come nat more naturally to you. And the more you focused and the more you did what we call meditation, which is quieting the mind and listening to the force, right? The more you do that, the more you'll hear. The more you do that, the more you'll see. The more you do that, the more you'll feel and sense. Nice. So how did you know that it was working? I like, what was the first time that you connected to a force? Well, like I said, I had a master who helped me, just like Master Yoda and Luke. Remember Luke? When he was in training and he had to focus and he had to be able to balance some things. So the first thing that you're going to know that you've connected is you feel better. You just feel good. And then you'll start seeing ways that the universe or or I would say in the hands of God or the force are coming to help you. For example, let's say you were thinking, gosh, I'm really hungry. I wish I had a donut. And then all of a sudden somebody shows up with a donut. That is the force working for you and showing up with things for you to help you. Okay. Now, you wrote a book called Unlocking the Doorway to Love. What gave you the idea to write that book? The force. <laughs> Because unlocking the doorway to love is really unlocking the doorway to your own heart first. And then for people that are older and are looking to find their soulmate, then a soulmate will appear in the form of a human being. But really, the force is within you first. So you got to unlock that first before you can draw love into your heart okay. and into your life. 
Well, do you have any quick tips for someone that wants to learn to be more likable and lovable? Likable and lovable. You already are likable and lovable. You just have to remember that. You have to remember that you are created in the force, that you are already amazing. And you just need to remind yourself and tell yourself that daily. Because as we grow up, TV and teachers sometimes, sometimes even our parents without knowing it, are telling us that we may not be good enough. Got but it. we Got need it. to practice by doing that and telling us ourselves on a regular basis. Okay. So, can you really manifest stuff by saying it over and over again? No. <laughs> you have to also have the feeling behind it. Remember, energy, emotion is energy in motion. So, yes, you can say it, but if you don't believe it, nothing is coming to you. But if you put the energy behind it, pepper it in with some emotion, yes, then it can rebound and come right for you. Okay. So what's the hardest part about doing this type of work? The hardest part is sometimes seeing something or sensing something dark and not being able to tell the person or having to tell the person. I usually try not to say anything dark, like if something I sense something was going to happen that might not be necessarily pleasant to the person because I'm not God. I don't know. Things can always shift. Okay. So what I might do is just put a healing energy their way so that they can um, feel better about the day, at least if nothing else. Got it. So how do you teach someone to be a clairvoyant? So like I said, you have to practice. You do have to do what we call meditation, which is like focus, clearing the mind. Because when you, if you know, like during the day, you're thinking so much. And what we call the monkey mind, it keeps going and going, right? You have to be able to quiet the mind so you can get to those lower levels of energy where you can then feel the force coming at you and then be able to hear, see, or sense the force. Okay, so what's the craziest thing that's happened while you were doing your passion? The craziest thing that's happened while I'm doing my passion. Now remember, my passion is healing people. Using the force to heal or help problem solve someone. So For someone. So the issue that was is that sometimes people don't tell me what the issue is. Because they're embarrassed. Or they don't want to tell me. They're afraid. They're embarrassed. They're, sh they're shamed. So they don't tell me and I can use the force to see. And then so when I tell them, sometimes they get surprised because they're like, how did you know? Because remember, I don't come at people and say, hey, guess what? I'm clairvoyant. So yeah. I don't want to scare people. So, okay. So how does being a clairvoyant make the world a better place? I feel like all of us use the force on a regular basis. We just don't know. A clairvoyant knows how to tap into the force and utilize it for healing and problem solving. And some of us, if we're good at, good at it, like a master level, we can teach other people. The point is that you should be doing this for yourself and not needing to come to someone like me. So that's how it can make a better place. Because then imagine if you use the force for everyday problem solving. Nice, yeah. So, what is the story of that one client that you will never forget? 
the story of the one client that I will never forget. There was this one person, and we'll call him student because he's younger, that came to me that didn't believe and didn't even believe him in himself. He had a lot of self-doubt, self, and, and he was in gangs and drugs and things of that nature. And when we did a session at the end, he did realize that there was a shift in himself. And he promised that in the future, if things do truly change for him, that he would come back and look for me. Two years later, he came back and he said, you were right. And this changed my life. So that has to be probably the one that was the, the craziest and probably the most fulfilling one for me. Nice. So who can you say was the person that helped drive your passion the most? My grandfather, because he was a master too. Okay. So what advice would you give to my listeners if they wanted to go up and become a clairvoyant? Then you make sure that you connect with the force regularly. Learn how to connect with the force regularly. And how you do that is through prayer and meditation. You see, prayer is talking to God or the force. And meditation is listening to God or the force. So if you can do both those things, then you get connected more and more deeply every day. And then you can eventually, they'll, they'll take away the veil. You see, there's a veil between us and the other side. And when I say the other side, I mean God. I mean the force. And the more you connect on a regular basis, the more the veils get lifted. And then the more you can hear, see, and sense. Okay. So what's the best advice that you've ever received? And who gave you that advice? Hmm, the best advice that I've ever received has to be from my father. And he said, you know, you can't help other people and yourself at the same time. You either have to help the other person and not worry about the self so much, or you need to worry about the self and then you don't have to worry about the other person. If you try doing it both at the same time, there's going to be collisions. Got it. So what was the very first job that you've ever had? My very first job that I ever had was as a dance instructor. I had my own dance company, and I used to teach dance to children and adults, and we used to, you know, go around performing. Okay, well, was there anything you learned from that job that helped you to be a better clairvoyant? Well, remember, dance is the action and flow. You know how, like, the Jedis do the movements and everything? Well, that's what dance is, and it helps you connect with the Force even much more. Well, what message do you want to tell children all over the world about doing the work that you do? Doing the work that I do, really the work that I do is as a school psychologist and a clinical psychologist. I just happen to know how to tap into the force to help in that direction. So the only message that I have is if you connect to the source, which we call God many times, if you do that, it can be helpful in any career that you do your career, as a teacher, as a police officer, it can be in any of those fields. Well, on that note, let's take a quick break to pay some bills. Aw, Dad, my computer's slow again and I can't play my games. Call your computer solutions today and we will scan for viruses and clean that computer up remotely and make it fast again. Our phone number is 407-826-0810. Thanks, Dad. My computer's fast again. Now I can do my homework. 
Thanks for calling your computer solutions at 407-826-0810. So you want to make an ad for your company, right? Yeah, Tiberius. You want to help me? Okay, so what's the name of the company? PPWND. PP what? Professional Pressure Washing and Detailing. So you like clean driveways? Yeah, like that. We pressure wash commercial buildings and semi-truck and trailers. So how would someone get a hold of you? Uh, they can visit my site at ppwnd.com or call me at 407-900-7793. So I just tell them to call you at 407-900-7793 or visit ppwnd.com? Yeah, Tiberius, you got it. Cut, that's a wrap. Just use that. And we are back with clairvoyant and school psychologist, Dr. Zoha Fazal. Zoha, can you do this work over Zoom? Like, can you connect over the internet? Can I do my clairvoyant work? Like, helping people? Of course, yeah. You can, you remember, the force is everywhere. So you can connect to other people and the force anywhere that you are. So what's the most misunderstood part about your business? Remember, I don't go around telling people that I'm a clairvoyant. So, and part of it is because of the misunderstanding. People think it's like witchcraft or psychic medium and you're talking to dead people or something. But in reality, all you're doing is talking to your source, which is God. Okay. Well, do you have any clients that you just can't help? Anyone who doesn't believe in the force, anyone that doesn't believe in the light or have some sort of connection with that universal being that we call God. Okay. Now, we did not talk a lot about being a school psychologist because we did talk to a psychologist a few months ago. Well, is there a big difference between becoming a clinical psychologist and a school psychologist? Actually, there is. You know, clinical psychologists talk to people and they do therapy. They help them with their problem-solving, emotional problem-solving. We do that as school psychologists, but we also do a lot of testing and assessments, like psychological assessments, like cognitive assessments, and that, you know, cognitive assessments like IQ testing, and we help students to figure out if they have some sort of a learning problem or what to do if they have attention deficit or if you have autism, kind of help them, their parents, and their teachers know how to best teach them. Got it. So which job do you like better, working at the school or at your own private practice? I like it both. They're both different in their own way. You see, at the school, I can't always do the clairvoyant thing. You kind of got to do it underhanded, right? As my private practice, I can be honest with people, and those that work with me do know that fact about me. Okay. So if you could go back 10 years and tell yourself something, what would it be? 10 years in the future? Go back 10 years. Oh, go back. I'm sorry. What would I say to myself? I would say to myself that you are perfect in every way. Do not doubt yourself. Keep going. Got it. So what was the biggest mistake you ever made and how did it change you as a person? The biggest mistake I ever made. Huh. You know, I don't really think mistakes are big deals. I'll tell you why. Because every mistake helps you learn and grow and make you the person that you are today. So I don't really regret any of the mistakes I've ever made. So when you're not working, what do you do for fun? I hang out with my kids. I have an 8-year-old and a 14-year-old, and we do a lot of activities together, music, dance, and sometimes Jedi work. 
Okay, so do you play video games? And if you do, what's your favorite one? I do not play video games, and I won't. Not even tell on you your why. phone? Not even on my phone. You see, I'm all about the subconscious mind. You can't put stuff in there that you don't want there. So I try to stay away as much as possible. Okay, so what's your favorite book to read? My favorite book to read is called uh, Letting Go, um, and it is by Dr. Hawkins, and it's my favorite because he was also a psychologist and a spiritualist, or what you would call a clairvoyant now. Now, can you tell me that one story, you know, remember, this is a kid's show, but the one story, well, that you're not supposed to tell me about. Come on, you can tell me. So when I was younger, I used to do karate. My mom had put me in karate, right? And at school, I had this one boy that would just bug me and bully me a lot. So I gave him a karate chop. Of course, he got in trouble because you're not supposed to hit girls. And I didn't tell them that I actually started it. But don't tell anybody I told you that. <laughs> okay. Well, is there anything else you think my listeners should know about you? Um, that I love, love being with kids because I think they are the most powerful beings on earth. Okay. So do you have a Facebook or website for my listeners to follow you? Sure. My website is www.drzoha.com. And I'm also on Facebook at Dr. Zoha Fazel. Um, same thing with Instagram. And yes, I'm on TikTok. And of course I'm on YouTube. <laughs> Okay, so what is that one question that you think I forgot to ask you? I think you did fabulous, my friend. I don't think there's any questions you left out. Thank you. Thank you, Zoha, for being my special guest. Can you stick around for Mask Corners? Absolutely. The Tiberia Show would like to thank one of their dedicated sponsors, Custom Designs Orlando. These guys are on Mills Avenue and do all sorts of stuff, ranging from photo ID badges, engraved signs, custom braille ADA signs, vinyl lettering to trophies and awards. The cool part about Custom Designs is they can ship products all over the United States. You can reach them at 407-898-0373 and tell them that Tiberius sent you. Tiberius' favorite subject, it's Math Corners! Thank you, Zoe, for helping me with Math Corners. This week, we're going to do some more multi-step word problems. My dad is always good at finding new problems for me to solve. Today, we're going to talk about eating food. Nice. Like it. Mm -hmm. So, while on vacation in Belmont, Annabelle went out for a dinner that costed $75. If sales tax in Belmont is 8% and Annabelle left a $20 tip or 20% tip on $75, what is the total cost of her meal? Well, first is a real world problem because we do know that we people love to eat. And, well, you know Uncle Sam will always get his tax out of you. Mm-hmm. So, to solve this issue, you first have to figure out the amount of tax. So, you times 8% or 0.08 times 75, and that gives you $6. Now, you would figure out the amount of the tip. So, 20% or 
or 0.2 times 75 is $15. Now you add them all together, so 75 plus $15 tip is $90, and then you add the six tax, and then you get $96 for that total dinner. That better be a good one. It sure better be. Mm -hmm. So, Zoha, do you ever have to figure out the tax and tip when you go to the dinner, or do you just have your cell phone do it for you? Nope, Dr. Z's all about using her brain, so yes, I do figure it out, and you did a nice job. Okay, so my teacher said that I would use math every day. Do you use math in your work? Absolutely. Remember what I said? We do testing, so we have to figure out standard scores, what they mean, and that's all math. Okay, thank you so much, Zoha, for your help with Math Corners. Thank you. Over 40 years, Lighthouse Central Florida has provided education, independent life skills, and job training to thousands of Central Floridians who live with blindness or any degree of vision loss. Whether it's picking your clothes in the morning or just moving around your community and serving Orange, Seminole, and Osceola counties, contact Lighthouse Central Florida at 407-898-2483 or visit them online at lighthousecfl.org. And now it's time for the heart of a lion. As you know, we talk about the qualities of living, but the heart of a lion, which stands for leadership, integrity, obedience, and ability. This week, we're going to talk about obedience. For me, I think obedience is being fully committed to doing what is pleasing to God. The qualities of obedience are compliance with a good attitude and respect for the laws. You know when someone's obedient when they follow instructions willingly and throughly. So most of you know that this is not my favorite virtue. I was at practice with Coach Sarah and was talking with my friends from bowling. Coach Sarah needed to get the lanes turned on and asked for someone to go to the front to get them turned on. Now there are 80 lanes in this place and we were all having fun talking. And But I knew it had to be done to begin practice. So I ran up to the front and talked to the lady and asked her to turn on the lanes. This was following instructions willingly and throughly. Everyone else was still talking, but at least now we were able to start bowling. So, Zoha, did you see you or use obedience at all this week? I use obedience every day. You see, when I meditate, when you sit down, your mind is spinning, and I have to focus on God and say, be obedient and be quiet. So, yes, I use it daily. Okay. So, of all of the heart of line virtues, which is the one that you see the most? I see leadership probably the most. Obedience is the hardest one, but it's the most, it's the best one to get you connected with the force. So work on that one, my friend. Okay. Well, we should always try and be lion strong in everything we do, shouldn't we? Yes, we should. And that's our show, folks. I want to thank the one, the only, the amazing Dr. Zoha Fazal. <laughs> for Thank being you, on my friend. show. It has been so much on talking to you today. I think we learned a lot about how to become a clairvoyant and the joys of connecting with your force. May the force be with you. Thank you. And thank you for having me. I really enjoyed your I really enjoyed your company. Thank you for having me. Do you mind giving your social media website again? Sure. Well, my website is www.drzoha.com. And, of course, you can find me on all social media platforms at Zoha Fazel, Dr. Zoha Fazel. And you'll be finding me on YouTube, 
TikTok, Instagram. You want to find me, you'll find me. Got it. Also, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at The Tiberius Show. And I would like to thank WWPR 1490 AM, KINT 98, Soul Radio 24-7, Easy Way TV, and all the other stations that air on my show. Please be sure to visit The Tiberius Show on YouTube and hit that subscribe button. Zoa, have you subscribed yet? What do you think? Of course. Great. Oh, and leave a comment on your favorite video, and I promise I will personally answer each question myself. Also, be sure to join us next week on the Tiberius Show with their host, Tiberius Boy.